Welcome to another edition of the Hawk Off the Press podcast. I'm your host, Gazette Hawkeyes reporter, John Seppi. I am excited to be joined by Scott Ramsey this week, the CEO of the Music City Bowl, which, as our listeners are well aware of, is where Iowa is heading in a few weeks for December 31st against Kentucky on ABC. Scott, thanks for joining me. So, first of all, for as you're going into the bowl selection process, what stands out to you as you're looking at a team like Iowa? Well, first and foremost, I think uh, the fan base. Um, you know, they, they're pretty legendary in, in uh, postseason college football and, and in college athletics about uh, just being loyal and uh, a lot of them, and they travel and they support their team. And certainly I think uh, they were one of the programs that uh, – really uh, excited us about our partnership uh, with the Big Ten and uh, aligning with the Big Ten a few years ago. Uh, we were with the Big Ten earlier in our um, formation as a bowl, but uh, you know, now that our city's uh, much different as a destination, we were really excited. And I was one of those fan bases that uh, uh, we were always looking forward to hosting. And this will be our first time after the unfortunate cancellation we had in the COVID year a couple of years ago. Yeah, you almost got them before, and then COVID gets in the way. So now you finally have your chance. We do, and I, I think uh, just a lot of respect for uh, Gary Barda and and, uh, and Coach Ferentz and uh, in, in the relationship that we've started to build with them uh, through the Big Ten, but also individually. So uh, we're looking forward to it. And, um, you know, again, I, I think with Nashville being accessible, um, just being where we are geographically, that uh, gives a lot of opportunities for fans uh, who otherwise maybe could hop on a plane and go for a week yeah, other places could hop in the car and get down here and, and visit our great city. Is that something that you're keeping in mind with these matchups when you've got Iowa, which is a long drive, but still drivable and Kentucky, obviously neighboring state, very drivable. Yeah, it is. I, I think, um, you know, the 25 years, this is our 25th anniversary, and I've been fortunate to be here through the all 25 years. I think you've seen a change in fans' travel habits. Uh, when we started, um, we were one of the outliers. Hey, we weren't in South Florida or, or South Texas or Phoenix or Southern California. Uh, so we had a little bit of a unique marketing challenge there. But now I think you see fans really looking for that three or four day getaway. And we've seen that, um, whether it be sporting events, music events, or just uh, tourism in general, really benefit our city, uh, especially from the Midwest. We've seen a lot of people move here uh, from the Midwest and um, certainly the accessibility to uh, most all of the, the, the schools in the Big Ten um, is relatively easy. And, and we've seen that shorter travel window really benefit our city. And then for people who aren't familiar with the bowl selection process, how much of this is something that happens? Obviously, everyone finds out that Sunday, but how much of this is in the works in the days and weeks leading up to this as well? Yeah, I, I think there's a little misconception that that we know the answer. We're just not sharing it, um, you know, a week or two out. But it, it, it's really a process that I think has gotten more healthy over the past few years and that there's a little bit more input and a little more thought to trying the best you can. It doesn't work every year, but trying the best you can to get the right team in the right city in the right year that allows for a, a good matchup on the field uh, to a, a new experience for the fans and the players and in, in, in trying to avoid repetitive city trips. 
um, and then also some accessibility, um, you know, from the city standpoint. So, you know, I, I think um, uh, from the process on the Big Ten, obviously we're, we we select right behind the Citrus and and um, and the Reliant Quest, formerly the Outback Bowl, um, and and play the SEC in all three of those games. Uh, but there's also some twists and turns to it. Uh, we try to get five different teams in six years. Uh, we try not to go back to back with a team in the same city. Um, and should certain things happen in the Orange Bowl, we slide up and pick second. Um, so there's a lot of moving parts until you really know the final CFP standings and some of the New Year's Six uh, appointments. Um, it's hard to be very definitive. We try to be ready for two or three different scenarios. So on Sunday, we are readily um, um, immediately available with all the information that fans and, and media are going to want to know. And then it's obviously a bit unusual to have a situation where it's a repeat matchup with last year's Citrus Bowl matchup. Is that something that you like, dislike, are indifferent to? Well, uh, yeah, you're right. It, it's unusual. Um, but we, we had um, or I had direct conversations with, with both schools, you know, a week or so out said, hey, if, if we feel like this is the best opportunity um, to have Iowa here, uh, we may have the opportunity to have Kentucky and and certain things align where we do have Kentucky. Um, are, are you OK with that? And, and if not, we'll, we'll go a different direction. Um, and uh, I think it was a real compliment to our city, or we took it that way, that both schools uh, would rather have a repeat bowl game, even though it's the second time in their history they've ever played. So it's not like, you know, they've been playing all the time, but uh, in a different city, they felt like changed the whole dynamics. And, and um, we, we were very complimentary or, or complimented by that and uh, just moved forward with it because we felt like Iowa was the best selection out of the Big Ten for us this year, you know, as was Kentucky in the SEC. Are you then, because as you're making these picks, it's hard to know with the transfer portal and with bowl opt-outs, what these teams are going to exactly look like. Are you just holding your breath here for these announcements? Yeah, you, you kind of are in today's world. Um, it, it's just impossible to predict. So we really do the best we can on, on feeling like uh, on that Sunday or the week leading up to it, um, we've at least kind of identified the team that we'd prefer and we're going to go with that team. And um, you know, no, we can't control the opt-outs even if we tried. So, um, you know, hopefully, you know, again, in, until the fans stop supporting the teams, uh, we're going to kind of approach it that way. Does it have an impact when a team like Iowa obviously hasn't necessarily had the prettiest of games with the offense? Is that something that gets factored in or is it just a matter of, okay, they've got the fans, even if it's the 130th offense in the country? Well, a little bit. I, I mean, I, I think everybody wants a close game. Everybody wants, um, you know, one to come down to the last possession. And and we, we laugh a little bit about last year to this year. If you didn't know, we had Tennessee Purdue last year, 1,250 total yards and all kinds of 48 to 45 shootout and overtime and all this. So uh, we did have a, a come down to the last possession last year where we're thinking it will come down the last possession years, but maybe not as many points scored, uh, given the two <laughs> defenses and how they've been playing. Um, and uh, Jack Campbell on your side of the, the ball. So, um, you know, I, I, you'd love to have that. But I, I think first and foremost, John, we look at it and we're, and we're very open about this. Hey, we're doing this event to expose our city to two fan bases uh, that, that we really want to uh, reach out to and, and uh, have them enjoy our city. 
We want the players to have a great time. We've got an unbelievable facility. They stay in Gaylord Opryland, and especially around the holiday season, uh, indoor water park, river in the, in the middle of the hotel. Um, and then downtown, our downtown for fans is as good as it gets. We've got Cowboys Titans here on Thursday night. We've got a, uh, a New Year's Eve concert that attracted over 200,000 people last year. Uh, we've got a Predators game on Tuesday night. So we're really using our sports and entertainment opportunities that are unique to our city in our downtown um, to really kind of uh, hope fans come and enjoy themselves and uh, want to come back. So uh, we're not uh, shy about that mission, um, but uh, we certainly would like a close game, high ratings, great for a sponsor, great for a city as well. How have ticket sales been so far? You know, a, a little bit slower, John, to be honest with you, than than in past years, but um, kind of an, kind of expected. You know, I I, I think um, it's pretty fair to say both teams probably had a little higher expectations for the season than than they ended up, and we understand that in some years. And also, our city sometimes uh, success sometimes can can create some opportunity, you know, challenges, and this year's one of them. You know, the Cowboy fans had a six-month head start on us on grabbing hotel rooms for uh, for the weekend, and, and it's creating a lot, of, a lot of squeeze there. So we're hopeful that the, the college uh, fans in Iowa and Kentucky can find their way to, to come down and stay a few days with us. Um, but uh, the city's going to be electric. It's going to be dynamic and a lot of energy here. I've been hearing every time that I tell people that I'm going to Music City Bowl, I keep on hearing the, oh, you're in Nashville for New Year's <laughs> Eve. So you've got a captive audience of Iowa fans here listening. What's your pitch if they're on the fence of, okay, do I make the trip to Nashville or do I stay home this year? Fun. You, 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 you'll have fun here. I guarantee it. But regardless of how the game goes or, or the offense or the defense dominates, I guarantee you can have fun here. If you can't have fun here, um, you know, there's a, uh, there, there's different problem, but uh you know, again, you know, our, our city is just so, so unique in that uh, our downtown is very compact. You don't need a car. Once you get downtown, everything's walkable from our stadium to our, to our Broadway um, honky tonk, uh, live music components to hotels, uh, to our arena where the hockey game will be played. Um, and then walkable to the New Year's Eve concert um, over at the um, uh, real near to, to downtown. So, you know, everything's walkable, everything's compact. We have a campus kind of feel and um, I guarantee you'll have fun. It's hard to argue with fun. Yes. And yes. probably a little warmer than in Iowa too, just to guess. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, we are in the mid South, so it's a little bit of a roll of the dice. I mean, we've had games kick off at uh, 70 degrees and we've had uh, our 35 degree uh, cold rainy, uh, uh, kind of field game. So in 25 years, we've had a little bit of everything, but, uh, you know, hopefully it'll be an improvement from Iowa. And uh, if nothing else, everything's close and uh, a lot of things are indoor with the exception of the game. So, um, you know, come bear that element and uh, have fun with us in Music City. Well, Scott, thanks for joining me. No problem. Thanks for having me. Look forward to seeing you. Yes, me too. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in to another episode of the Hawk Off the Press podcast. Until next week, we will talk Hawks later. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash 
Podcasts.